Hi folks, thanks for tuning in to Sunday School Bonanza, where we get you prepped for gospel doctrine by going over a lesson and giving you something to think about so that you go into church ready to be cool, take part in stuff. I'm Today's lesson is brought to you by Perdition, the place we all will end And if up. you don't recognize that voice, because I've realized our listener, we have different listeners for different shows, that is my co-host for the weekly show This Week in Mormons, our main show, Al. Al, nice to, nice to have you. Hey, Jeff. There How he is. So, uh, yeah, like Al said, this is Lesson 20, uh, The Kingdoms of Glory. So, reasonably straightforward, but a lot of content here. And today we're going to talk all about, effectively, what led us to have the revelations and the knowledge that we have um, of the heavens today. Uh, you can mostly find this information, of course, in Doctrine and Covenants 76, but also in Sections 131 and 132, uh, of course, the Redemption of the Dead and such. Yep. So, uh uh, the big, the first question before we lead into it, lead into it. What were the circumstances that led to this? If you read the heading of Doctrine and Covenants seventy six, it's like really like anything else, where uh, Joseph Smith was translating the scriptures. Uh, he was going through the Bible, and he felt that there were truths that had been lost. It was very evident because of some of the New Testament scriptures that there was some sort of organization of the heavens, not just a blanket heaven that we would all achieve at some point. Uh, this led him to inquire of the Lord. And what we have as the result is section 76 and 131 and 132 as well, staggered over the course of a, of a couple of years. Yep. And, and we yep. have that all today. So He was actually, yeah, he was translating uh, John uh, chapter 5, verse 29, right? Where it says, And shall come forth for they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Um, and just as, a, as an added footnote here, uh, something that's interesting, this was actually six different visions. Um, as a whole, this is referred to in the early days of the church as the vision. Um, it, we, you can read in the lesson, I, I believe it was Wilford Woodruff, yes, uh, who says right. that he they refers to the vision alone as the revelation which gives more light, more truth, and more principle than any revelation contained in any other book we have ever read. Um, pretty impressive, but but again, six six different visions all kind of categorized and summarized into this one um, and referred to as a whole, as a vision, or the vision. And do you know, Al, um, I need to refer to church history then. So were these given all on, over the course of different days, and then like a lot of other visions, Joseph Smith no, so recollected this is, them this, and then wrote them down after the fact? Or so the people, the people that observed this happening, it was just, it was like the, the vision would open to Joseph Smith, and then he'd, he would go and write some of it, and then uh, it would open again, and it would open again. Uh, and, it, and, I mean, there's no, this is just like, history of the church type stuff it's not like right. crazy lore but uh but <laughs> the the i don't know if it was the same vision shown multiple times or different parts of the vision shown and then he was sent to to record it uh but i i think it's interesting that it was you know that it was something that that you know maybe given in in succinct parts and then and then you were you know he was given the luxury of like categorizing it and just saying all right here's a here's a cohesive way to bring all this together so we can read it in huh. a meaningful way because I mean, I I can't think of anything the Lord could possibly have shown me that was, you know, a hundred and nineteen verses long in one time and expect me to regurgitate that verbatim. Sure, uh, just speaks to some of the kind of the coolness of Jesus. Go Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the first thing that's we, all I, that's all I'm preaching here. And the first thing we Go talk Jesus. about the first thing we talk about is perdition. That's one of the first things the lesson discusses, of course. Um, perdition, just for those of you who know, don't know, it is derived from a Latin word which means sort of a loss, is what it comes to. Because if in Spanish, huh. for example, the, the verb is perder, which means to lose. So, 
And and obviously perdition is where uh, Satan goes with his followers, right? The the number of people there's mixed uh, mixed kind of reports of of who will be uh, in in outer darkness, so to speak, or who will be a son of perdition, which is how we refer to. Well, them. I believe most argue, uh, most argue that it's the the key one we talk about, of course, is having denied the Holy Ghost after receiving a yep. testimony, and that's that's a lot bigger than we think it is. That's that's straight up saying. That's not going inactive. That's not asking to have your records removed from the from the records of the church. Yeah, that is. That's like big hooju. Yeah, that's like I have a witness of this, and then totally going against it for whatever reason there may be. Uh, they they describe it the way I've heard it described is you stare at the sun and say it isn't shining, things like that. Um, in in early days in the church, there's a a brother who got up and said, you know, the number of people. Man, I I, I probably shouldn't say this stuff because I can't cite it right now. I've got it in my notes, but uh, you know, there's one gentleman that got up and said the number of people that'll be in outer darkness will be you. I'd be able to count them on one hand. Right. And uh, a brother got up later in that same conference and said, "That's right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Interesting. You know, yeah, I, we we have no idea, right? But but the severity, needless to say, it is it is incredibly severe. This isn't something that is given out lightly because this is eternity. Well, what are some of the so. what are some of the other ones that we're not sure about? Things we talk about denying the Holy Ghost, but you leading into it, you referenced that we're not sure about the other causes of perdition. What, were there other ones that come to mind that we're not sure? Well, that, that's it's it's all manifestations of that of that same uh, scenario, okay. right? Of of denying the the Holy Ghost. As, as, you know, the, or your witness of the Holy Ghost, rather. Like, denying it, things that you know 100% to be true. So, sure. having having had your calling and election made sure, so to speak, and then reneging on that and saying no, um, that's that's the risk. Which is why truth is revealed in degrees, right? More, I, I mean, we're protected from ourselves in most circumstances because... Uh, you know, the, the Lord doesn't appear to every person, you know, every convert seeking a witness right. uh, in large part because of that. I mean, to protect us from our own f- frailties. Well, that makes sense. Um, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Do you want to con- continue? Oh, I was, gonna, I was just going to lead into the next Yeah, so drunk. So we talked section. about how very few will be lost, so lead into the next section. Uh, well, then they then they go over the to, through the uh, the kingdoms of glory and the testimony of Jesus, which I think is one of the most meaningful pieces of uh, of doctrine taught in this in this uh, section. Yeah, <clears throat> right. We get we get a description of God here done by or given by Joseph Smith and the other brothers who uh, this vision was open to, where they say uh, after the many testimonies which have been given, uh, this is the testimony. Mm-hmm. Last of all, which we give, for we saw him even on the right hand of God, and we heard the voice bearing record. Um, uh, this is a uh, you know another one of the testimonies of Joseph Smith that we have, but very very powerful. Um, where you know just to hear, like you think of Joseph Smith trying to describe what he saw here. I mean, it's a pretty powerful uh, set of verses to sit and ponder. So um, the the I mean, the kingdoms of glory essentially. Were, were given to manifest that same testimony which he received. You know, they manifest of the person giving it. Right. Uh, so pretty, I mean, just just reading through this, uh, looking for for reflections of Joseph Smith's testimony or of, of our own testimony, I think is a really meaningful exercise. Yeah. And of course, so let, let's break down quickly some of those uh, three degrees of glory real quick. Of course, the first one is the telestial kingdom, as we talk about it. And it says in the verses, if you're, if you're in 76... Uh, namely, verses 81 through 83, this talks about the glory celestial, which, of course, is 
Uh, it's the glory of the stars, as they say, how, how it's different from the glory of the moon. Uh, it's lesser than the moon. And the people who would go there, as it describes in verse 82 and 83, are they who received not the gospel of Christ, neither the testimony of Jesus, uh, but they are not those who denied the spirit. Yeah, this is not this is not hell as we are um, commonly referring to it. No. That would be spirit prison where people have the, their temporary time to, um, you know, fix or or repair their injustices or what have yeah, you. Yeah, like on Lost. Uh, yeah. And then this this is the celestial kingdom is a reward, right? It's still a reward. Isn't, isn't, in it, every funny, sense isn't it funny to think of that our knowledge of spirit prison because so many other of the notions of heaven and hell might not necessarily be wrong, less that they just didn't have the full knowledge where they view yeah, it, spirit, paradise and prison like that was the final. That was it. You know. Well, that's so much of of religion, right? Yeah, is is you, it's not falsehoods. It's just a limited view of of truths. And you think about and you think about what was lost and over time what was construed when they talked about paradise and prison as if that was actually, you know, the yeah. final estate, which is very very interesting to me. Uh, then next we have the terrestrial kingdom. Which is um, uh-huh. the, the the glory of the moon, as as they compare it to. Um, those who will go there are those who died without law. What does that mean? Um, those heathen and pagan people who do not hear the gospel in this life and would not accept it with all their hearts, okay. should they hear it. So, you know, if they had the chance, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, those who hear and reject the gospel in this life and then accept it in the spirit world, and those who are honorable men of the earth um, who are blinded by the craftiness of men so pretty much this is i mean i don't i don't want to say it like that but it's sort of the the second the second place yeah, well like it, you know like go ahead yeah like it says it, they uh they receive glory but not the fullness of glory they receive the presence of the son but not of the father that that's sort of where the limit right. is in that area well that's uh that's bruce r mcconkie from a new witness for the articles of faith um you know that's that's how we interpret it mainly. It's still, I mean, uh, the one the one that actually surprised me about there is those who reject the gospel in this life and then accept it in the in the next life. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we still aren't one hundred percent sure how that pans out. Who who has? I mean, it, if you rejected it because the missionary that brought it to you was was a chump or like the the circumstances surrounding that we still don't know we can't say definitively but uh, broad strokes that's that's who gets there yes and then as we get more specific the celestial kingdom of course and those who will go there are um well many but those who receive a testimony of jesus believe in his name are baptized uh buried in water as it says they keep the commandments washed and cleansed of their sins ordained uh and sealed unto this power uh, they overcome temptation by faith. They're sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, etc., etc. So that's a great place where you want to be in the celestial kingdom, me thinks. Now, now it should be pointed out that each of these kingdoms merits a study, right? It's sort of a, yeah, its own. a an understanding of what is of what it is, um, an understanding of of how this all goes. I, I mean, there's there's. A lot written about this, particularly in the early days of the church and uh, and in like conference talks and stuff that you can go and find. There's a lot that that is just, I mean, trying to envision how this will be is is a really great exercise in our religion because there's doctrine around it and uh, and it's something that most of us haven't taken the time to try and understand. And we should. This is this is this is it. This is why this is we the, are this is the end game doing it right. 
What I really wonder about, and we don't have a knowledge of it, is at what point in our eternal progression, say we inherit the highest, and within the uh, celestial kingdom, of course, we have degrees of glory that, we've dis- that are referenced as well. Say we inherit the highest degree of glory. We're doing great. And we're working towards godhood. I wonder at what point you break off, I guess you would say, you know, from the celestial kingdom and, inher- and, and take the next step. We don't actually, you know, we have no knowledge of that. But I think that's, you know, I just want to know, like, when do you hit the limit? on being celestial and you actually have to move on to the next step. That's an interesting thought to me. That's not as much in Dr. Hmm. Uh, I do love a quote here that really I think sums up part of our duty on this earth. It's, it's one of, this is a lengthy quote. I'm not going to read nearly all of it, but one paragraph of it from Bruce R. McConkie. And he said, to be valiant in the testimony of Jesus is to bridle our passions, control our appetites, and rise above carnal and evil things. It is to overcome the world as he did, who is our prototype, and who himself was the most valiant of all our father's children. It is to be morally clean, to pay our tithes and offerings, to honor the Sabbath, to pray with full purpose of heart, to lay our all upon the altar if called upon to do so. And I think that really sums up the path to take if we want to attain celestial glory. Awesome, man. Go and do that likewise, you people. And then, of course, the nice thing, the lesson also does briefly mention the fact that later on Joseph Smith saw a vision, of course, of his brother Alvin. You might remember Alvin died when Joseph was young, and he saw him up there already. I uh, forgot the other sections were ruined. Yeah, well, (laughs) but sections 131, of course, and uh, 132 also elaborate a bit more on these things. There's a lot to cover here. These are all of these are long sections, but I really encourage you as a class member to read 76, 131, and 132 before you go into class. Come fresh. And Joseph Joseph Smith's relationship with Alvin is is just incredible. Yes, but um, I love I love that he got a revelation uh, in part too. I mean, for his mother, who also had a very tender heart towards Alvin. Um, Section 131 is just like, yeah, you'll be, you'll be good. You'll be fine. Exactly. Also, I love that they had a brother named Don Carlos, or he had a son named Don Carlos. Just a great name. Amen. Unrelated, Amen. but hey, you're going to name your Amen. kids all these like Presbyterian names. It's like, hey, what's up, Don Carlos? Spanish. <laughs> anyway, uh, great lesson here, folks. Hardly, there's way more we could cover even in the lengthy time we've already been doing it. But I uh, hope you'll give it a lesson. Give it a lesson. Give it a read. Listen in. Give it to both of those. Uh, Give it to both of those. Find us at thisweekinmormons.com. Email us. Contact at thisweekinmormons.com. Facebook.com slash thisweekinmormons or Twitter at the real twin. Find us on iTunes. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher. And on YouTube. Uh, Hey, hey, we're everywhere. Everywhere. Wear our t shirts. (laughs) Buy our mugs. Al, I'd like to thank you for doing this with us this week. It's nice to have you back. You haven't been on for this for a while, so. It's a good time, man. It's a dang good time. Good to hear. This has been Lesson 20, The Kingdoms of Glory. Sunday School Bonanza here, brought to you by This Week in Mormons, and we hope you have a great Sabbath day. Bye-bye.